listening to The Gulf of Bides with Shanti Fury and Ryan Eaton. The Gulf of Bides with Shanti Fury and Ryan Eaton. The Gulf of Bides with Ryan Eaton and Shanti Fury. The Gulf of Bides. We did that part already. Let's start the show. I'm not going to say anything now, now that you're recording. Yeah, it's I know, like, how are we supposed to start this thing? Every day when we do seven minutes in heck, the the shop will be going off, <coughs> just rocking out. Everybody's talking. It's so funny. <coughs> like, I'm going to record it. Hit the recorder, dead silent. Yep. And then I'll be like, so, uh, what's up, guys? Everybody's nothing. How about those blue wahoos? Dead silence. <laughs> so anyway, we're talking about jelly beans. Yeah. It's amazing to me that these things are... Made out of sugar and corn, and somehow it tastes like. But these are special jelly beans. They're not just your. These are Starburst ice cream, jelly beans. And admittedly, I myself am not a jelly bean fan in general. Oh, I don't so like the texture typically, but these are good. Yeah. A little bit of, but it's all like you said. It's just sugar and corn products. It's sugar, corn, and then some random shit thrown in. But it tastes like fruit and ice cream. Yeah. Like fruity ice cream. To be fair, there was some fruit juice in there. There's apple juice. Less than 2% apple juice from yeah. Concentrate. <laughs> I think less than 2% of all the following. Yeah. So it's 98% sugar, corn, sugar, corn syrup, and corn starch. Yeah. And then they're like, just take a little bit of apple juice too. Um, but they're vegan, which is interesting because one of the things we were going to talk about today was dieting yeah. when you go around your family. Actually, today we're just kind of going to talk about how weird family awkward or awkward family visits can be. Um, so today we went to Chloe's mother's house. She's a wonderful woman, and I love her, but she will not let me talk. Yeah, I, I barely say a word when I'm at her house, and I don't really mind too much. That is some thumpy bass. There's a bassy car going by. Um, I don't mind too much because I don't have too much to say. But it's frustrating when she asks how I'm doing, and before I can answer, she's already on to another subject with yeah. someone else. So I'm like, I got, uh, okay. But her mom was uh, just mortified at, at our decision to go vegan. She just could not understand how to make us food. And I'm like, look, just steam anything. Yeah. And she's like, but it's better if you put bacon and butter in it. I'm like, I, I know. Make it bad. <laughs> And we'll eat it. Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking, I think a lot recently, lately, about the fact that I've basically been on a diet of some sort or another since I was 18 years old. Still chubby. Or even before that, actually, because, you know, I was, when I was in high school, I wrestled a little bit and you, know, you had to cut weight and stuff. And I was, yeah. as soon as Atkins came out, that was probably the first one where I was just on that oh, diet. Yeah. And then it was just one thing. Did you next. like it? Yeah, but I feel like it can't possibly be right to eat only bacon and cheese and meat you know what yeah. i mean yeah. like i love it i like eating only this and just like here's a pile of meat with a side of mayonnaise and some bacon and some cheese i'm gonna step out for a second Hold okay on. go ahead keep talking okay so i like uh you know i like i like it in concept because i enjoy bacon meat cheese and mayonnaise but like i felt like that was all i was eating and it was uh not possible that it was actually good for me our guest buddy lebowski <laughs> Jen, don't issue contradictory commands, please. She was moving a lot. It was driving me crazy. Um, I don't know if people could hear it. I but didn't even notice. 
she was just but anyway yeah so i don't know that's atkins you liked atkins or no i just i did i did and i didn't because it's like it's like uh the only diet i've ever been on where people were like no have more bacon yeah and that can't i love bacon yeah i love pork uh but there's no way that it can be healthy to focus all of your eating on that right thing yeah it's like it, when you go when you're on the Atkins diet and you go in a convenience store, your choices are pretty much beef jerky or pork rinds. Right, and those are not good things. No, no, those are just like yeah. scarfing them down. But you lose weight, and you lose weight. It quickly. does. It works somehow. Yeah. It's crazy. It's uh, less calories, I guess. It's a carbohydrates thing. Like when you're not eating carbs, less your body carbs. eats away at your fat. Yeah, no like, sugar. Yeah. Right, carbs right. become sugar. Yeah, no carbs, no sugar, nothing like that. Dude, sugar's the killer, right? From what well, I understand. that's the that's the newest. Uh, theory is that sugar is the you know but it was eggs and it was corn and it was everything you know it's i, I think where i'm coming to what i'm coming to is to, is believing that you know fad diets can help you lose weight but you, you know you're never going to do it unless you have a healthy lifestyle that's balanced yeah i think all the people who made all the other things you just said tried to or, or made made the people who made sugar made you think it was all the other things that were bad when it's really just sugar is terrible it's very possible and the, the fact that you can't look at a label for something and not see sugar on it i mean like it's crazy it's crazy that sugar's in everything and if sugar's not in the thing you're eating the thing that you're eating probably ate sugar you know what i mean like if it's yeah. a meat product you know there was some yeah. sort of corn or something like that that was involved in the diet so that sugar is so pervasive in our culture that's a, I mean, you you want to talk about p- like PR guys who are on their game. The guy who made corn got corn into the sweetening field. Yeah, is a genius. He's up there with the guy who got cranberries and stuff. Yeah, so one he, and the cranberry guy has the corn guy to thank because most cranberries have yeah. to be soaked in corn syrup to be edible. See? Yeah. Wow. So it's, it's a big circle, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so you know. And I've done the vegan thing like you're doing now, and I don't. Yeah. I don't have any problem with that one because it, you know, it definitely seems healthier than. It's. <laughs> but it's, at the same time, let's go back and forth and list things that are vegan that we shouldn't be eating. Oreos, number one. Dang, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, no. Starburst jelly beans, ice cream flavors. Yeah, Starburst is pretty good one. Um, Doritos. I mean, yeah, bread. Bread, exactly. Yeah. And bread, second ingredient is always sugar now too, or third ingredient, you know. Yeah, I get. I, well, I most of the bread I eat is from Yummy. Okay. The the bomb meat place. French baguettes that they do. Yeah, they make them there at least. So <laughs> do they? I mean, or do I they just are they making them from scratch there? Really? I'm pretty sure they do. Oh, that's awesome! I didn't know that. Yeah, I love that place. I'm the Duke of Yummy Deli on Yelp. Did you know that? No, I don't. I've never yelped. Well, don't start yelping because you'll probably out Duke me. I don't want to be a Duke. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm not into. Heavy is the head. Internet royalty. Yeah. But uh. So yeah, so like, there's tons of things you can eat on a vegan diet, which is again oh, brings yeah. me back to just having to be common sense about the things you eat and be balanced. Even if your thing is being meatless, which is fine, right? There's still ways that you could mess up terribly and do bad things to your body as a vegan. I know yeah, I'm more vegans that I know are junk food vegans than are I'm uh healthy vegans. I I like eating vegan because I I like. I like the fact that uh, nothing's tortured really for it. Sure. And I'm not even opposed to eating meat or meat byproducts. Uh, I just think the the massive agricultural 
uh, farming industry, you know, the meat farm industry is ridiculous. Yeah, Jen and I talk a lot about that because we, right. we both, I mean, I think it's terrible, but yeah, the alternative is buying from local farms for yeah, us yeah. here in Pensacola. And I don't know if you've ever gone to Palafox Market and looked at the guys who are selling meat, their prices. I have. But, but it's like five or ten times what you pay at the grocery store because wow. it's raised on a smaller scale. So like right. we're talking about trying to transition into squirrels. not a meatless yeah, squirrels. Yeah. Just what we could shoot in the backyard. Right. I got a couple of possums I've been eyeballing. Oh, no, don't say that. <laughs> possums are... Uh, are the ugly uh, pet? Yeah. Like if you could, if you could domesticate them, possums would make good pets. But they're too ugly. I have, I have made a possum friend. Really? Recently. Yeah. Like uh, my dad has cat traps around his rental properties because yeah. they just breed like crazy over there. And uh, a possum got stuck in the cat trap, and I mm-hmm. came over, and don't anybody call PETA because it wasn't our fault. But like the cat, possum got stuck in the cat trap. And like tried to get free overnight and like, scraped himself up a bunch and Poor guy. my dad was like, Well they won't they don't take possums at the animal shelter. I was like, Well, I'll, I'll take care of him. Yeah. And uh, I didn't kill him or anything, but I took him to like a remote spot outside of the neighborhood. He's at a farm upstate. Don't worry <laughs> about it, kids. He's but fine. I we had a moment because like I'm I had I wore gloves because I was sure as soon as I tried to pick the cage, yeah. they just shred me. They're scary. Yeah. They're they you know, when they're cornered like any other animal, they're right. gonna get crazy. But he didn't. He was like super, like. That's what I hear. I hear they're real sweethearts. Chill. And then I, so I put him in the truck. I drove him to where I was going to take him. And I, I was like, all right, dude, I'm taking you out of the truck now. Be but cool. I'm about to let you go. There's nothing to be afraid of. I was just trying to be chill right. with him. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, so I set the trap down and I released the door to let him out. And he kind of stood at the back of the cage and like looked at me a little bit and was like, hey, He's like, what? be this cool, man. Trap. Don't this kick me. Trap. Yeah, don't hurt me. Yeah. So then he waddled out a little bit, waddled about 10 feet away from the trap, yeah. stopped again, turned and looked one more time at me. Winked. Winked. Yeah. Blew me a kiss and off into the woods. Right. Yeah. Cool. It so. was just a small pile of gold where he stood. <laughs> yeah. I wish. Yeah, that didn't happen. But yeah, so. It was poop. Yeah, I like, I like possums. And they, they're good for the local environment. They, they eat a lot of the bugs yeah. and stuff. So there's one that crawls along the fence in my backyard sometimes and i always just give them a nod and yeah think of my day they're like ugly cats i'm scared of them because i think they're terrifying because they look like uh they look like what alec baldwin turned into in beetlejuice when he was trying to scare <laughs> people <laughs> you know, do. yeah i do yeah and then and you remember that simpson scene where they'd get the monorail and he opens the the fire extinguisher door and there's just a family of possums in there and they all hiss at him when he opens the door. <laughs> I haven't seen it's that. Terif- so possums are terrifying for me to me for that reason. The Simpsons ruined it. Yeah. Yeah. Simpsons did it. They're yep. just not pretty, but no. that's their defense mechanism. They smell weird and they look scary. So, but, uh, but yeah, so we're trying to transition out of meat, but out of factory farmed meat, oh, good. store meat, and yeah. then like into just, uh, I mean, we'd love to start buying, so which would in turn in, in decrease our meat consumption because we can't afford to buy the quantities of meat that we buy from the grocery store right. from a humanely raised place. But that's kind of the direction we're heading towards. Sure. We want to eat less meat anyway because yeah. Atkins doesn't, isn't good for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, meat is... Meat's tasty. Meat's good, yeah. I, I'm not even opposed to hunters either. I think sure. hunting is a, a perfectly legitimate way to get meat. You're actually probably doing the animal less cruelty than it would have if it were uh, lived wild its whole life. Because, you know, nothing dies friendly no, it's <laughs> in never, nature. It's never a peaceful yeah. death in nature. Nature doesn't euthanize things. It's just you either get your butt eaten out while you're still alive. <laughs> I've or, seen that on yeah, the internet. Yeah, you become too old to move in the cold. 
Yeah. What? There's no good way to die in nature. Unless someone like puts a bullet right through your heart, maybe that's nice. But I'm not gonna be doing any urban hunting. Let's go hunting, dude. Maybe I'd love to have some deer jerky in the fridge. Yeah, if you make it, I'll eat it. As long as the deer is not a farm deer. Right. Okay. (laughs) No, from what I understand, you can't, you can't sell game meat like that. Like, uh, like there's some there's some treaty right of way back when that makes it illegal to like sell mass quantities of some game meat the like only that. thing i've ever heard was that some processing places like butchers will yeah. uh people will bring a deer in and they just want the head for a mouth right and they'll leave the meat there and you pay the pro- you know you can come in and pay the processing fee and they'll give you the processed meat right like all the, the cut the different cuts of the deer or sure whatever. that's true so. my grandfather was a taxidermist and one of the best things about growing up with a taxidermist grandfather is that all of our meat was just locally hunted right uh fish or or deer mm-hmm. people would bring like some people don't understand how much of the deer you need to mount it oh, yeah. really you just need the skin like down behind the front legs right but people would just bring instead of like skinning it they would bring that whole part mm-hmm. so there's tons of good meat in the neck and legs shoulders, of a, of yeah. A, yeah shoulders so we would get a lot of meat from ignorant hunters that yeah. didn't know how to skin their stuff. And then fish, you get the whole fish. They yeah. Just, they bring you the fish. And bass fillets are all I ate growing up. Yeah. For, if it was fish, we were having bass, largemouth bass. My grandmother would fillet it. I grew up with grandparents, so I think that's why I'm fat. Yeah. Talking about diet. That's a good point. My yeah. grandmother made me pancakes every Saturday. I'm not saying it's her fault. I'm saying instead of being part of a highly active family i was part of a retiree home mm-hmm. that was spoiling themselves they after long lives to, of yeah. of uh lo- long lives of hard work they were they were in their golden years spoiling and i i got pushed along with them so i was like going right along to the buffets and yep. to the pancake whatever into uh sunday breakfast potlucks you know whatever uh saturday morning men's meetings all you can eat biscuits and gravy yeah <laughs> that's awesome yeah i talked to clay about that at some point, and I was like, I really think like you you get fat when your grandparents raise you because they're like, <laughs> are you hungry all the time? <coughs> they just want to spoil you. Whose grandma doesn't ask if they're hungry when they see you? That's like I That's can walk a, into my grandma's house in Houston. And the first thing is, I got cold cuts. Yeah, you are you something? hungry? I I don't have much, but <sighs> but I'll give you everything. I yeah, and there's a roast I made. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. much, but I got a pot roast in the oven, ten pounds. There's a Game of Thrones feast in front of you. <laughs> yeah, that's because you like said ah, I could eat something. My grandma's place was usually all, the only place I drank soda too. I loved. Oh yeah. Drinking, she had a, a refrigerator with an ice soda machine fridge. On. All no, grandmas. Not oh. a so, oh, yeah, okay. she had soda stocked in the fridge. Yeah, well, gra- Chloe's grandma has a whole fridge just full of sodas. Oh, always. She didn't have a, it wasn't like that, but like I loved the crushed ice feature that amazed me as a child because we yeah. just had a refrigerator with a freezer and ice cube trays. Right. And you go to grandma's house and you can get this fancy crushed ice, and she would have crushed ice and ginger ale's. Canada Dried Ginger Ale's in the fridge, and I would just, that was my thing, man. I loved drinking ginger ale on crushed ice. Yeah, no, ginger ale's, uh, ginger ale's one of those drinks as a child I thought was disgusting, but as an adult I've really embraced. I really, I don't like ginger ale anymore, like, but I do love ginger beer. Like, I want my ginger soda to be very spicy and kind of, I don't know, really bubbly. Something, not alcoholic necessarily, but just a spicier version. Do they make a, they make a good ginger beer? Mike's hard ginger beer, is that a thing? Uh, you know that uh, not your father's root beer. Oh yeah, they have a not your father's ginger beer. Huh. It's terrible. Terrible, huh? Yes, I don't like specifically the root beer, but it's drinkable. The ginger ale is just. I don't gross. like ginger, 
but I love ginger. I like ginger beer and ginger so I, ale. My favorite thing right now for ginger stuff is ginger kombucha. I like uh, GT's oh, gross. is a sponsor of ours. Yeah, GT's kombucha. I love that. You don't like the ginger aid? Um, I've never had it. I just you said kombucha, and that's my standard response. <laughs> oh, gross. gross. Yeah. Bacteria juice. Mm, fermented socks. <laughs> um, can I tell you how I think I got fat? Like where I think it started. I would for love me? to know. So, when I was a kid, you seen um, that? Uh, what's the the documentary where the guy Morgan Spurlock eats McDonald's? Oh yeah, 30 super, days. super size me. Super size me. So when I was a kid, I had a super size me experience. Yeah. On accident, we uh, my family used to sell Christmas trees during the month of December. Right. And. Uh, so you have a lot, which is just a piece of land that somebody rents you where you set yeah. up your trees. And then, you know, if you, I mean, everybody no, understands Christmas stuff. but So people come get their Christmas trees. I was five years old. Right. And there was a McDonald's right next to the tree lot. Uh, and when you're working trees, you're there at, you know, 9, 10 in the morning yeah. till 9, 10 at night. Get what you can get. And so my, breakfast, what do you want for breakfast? Yeah. Chicken nuggets and french fries. Sure. Okay. Lunch, what do you want for lunch? Chicken nuggets and french fries. By the way, I didn't. I don't remember this. I found this out when in my twenties. Yeah. And I and my mom was like, "You don't remember the the, the McDonald's month?" And I was like, "No." So for a whole month, <laughs> I ate chicken nuggets and French fries and probably a soda. Who knows? Right. Um, three meals a day right. during the month of December during Christmas tree season. And Morgan Spurlock, if you've seen the documentary, and if you haven't, he is vegan for like three months. To counteract what he did to himself in 30 days, right. eating McDonald's only. Yeah, I at five years old did not do that, and right. you can see in pictures of me where I was a normal looking, okay. skinny kid, mm -hmm. and then I had 30 days of McDonald's, and then I've been kind of a chunker ever since. It's now that being said, I can't blame all my problems on McDonald's, right? Um, but nobody had the the uh, you know the internet wasn't a thing, the digital video, you know documentaries about how you should, you're supposed to eat weren't a thing. So yeah. like my parents didn't. It's just like, yeah, it's food. He needs food. Give him what he wants. Yeah, sure. I mean, if you're putting sugar in everything, and then if sugar turns out to be as addictive as they say it is, then all of a sudden you've got a taste for sugar after 30 days of nonstop McDonald's, and then yeah, everything else tastes like yeah, everything French tastes fries. like shit from now on. Yeah. So then you gotta you gotta feed the monkey. Yeah, yeah. And my parents, you know, were uh, my mother is is not a um, gourmet cook by any means, which oh. is not a big deal. But like, I love. Like she, she used to say, you know, some stuff. Or Jen used to when we first started dating. My wife, my wife, uh, she would my say, wife. <laughs> she was like, I can't cook for you. I'm afraid to cook for you because I'm a cook or uh, a cook by trade. Yeah. And I cooked, cooked in a lot of restaurants, and it was intimidating to her. But I, I told her eventually, you know, sweetheart, my my mother cooked chicken. My mother. <laughs> my mother. Cooked chicken, rice, and American cheese and cream of chicken soup mm. in a casserole dish. Oh, yeah. Okay. Did you ever get that with, like, American cheese slices uh, on top? My grandmother would make a corn casserole that was similar where okay. she would put she would put uh, American cheese down on top of corn and some cream. Okay. And then uh, crushed crackers on top. Okay. And bake it on like that. So those kinds of old-timey casseroles yeah. that are just like, okay, these kids are hungry. Right. My parents were probably poor. And it's like, what do I have that I can just throw yeah, together yeah. for them? So I ate, I ate a lot of stuff like that, and I love it. I still to this day, my, yeah. my mom makes these things that I call chicken stones. It's just uh, chicken and cream cheese wrapped in a croissant dough, and then breaded, and then baked. Jeez. It's delicious. And it looks like a little stone, you know, four inches across. Yeah. But That's So nice. there's all kinds of stuff like that that I grew up eating, but it was never anything. There was never any real health and nutrition awareness yeah. in the house growing up. 
So there's that's, a lot of factors that go into being a fat person, I think. That's one of the things that happened today when we were uh, when we were at Chloe's mom's house where she's talking about, like, well, you guys are doing the vegan thing, so you could lose some weight, right? Have you lost any weight? And I just had to sheepishly, like, say, no, haven't, because I fell off of my – I fell off of my – well, when I was doing the raw vegan thing, it was, like, game on because you cannot – you cannot you keep weight on your body. Yeah, yeah, no, you could eat everything in your house – if you're eating a raw vegan diet and still be good to go. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But Pensacon kind of threw me off because I was working down there for that and just got off my schedule of grocery shopping, what me and Chloe were doing. So I need to get back on that and stop being lazy vegan, go back to being healthy vegan. I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I wonder, like I've done every fad diet. I'm thinking about doing a fad diet cookbook where you can like, pick which fad diet you're on that week and go to the chapter on that diet and you know you can see you know this is a vegan chapter this is a whole because i've done yeah as many as i can think of you know almost all of them yeah but uh and i've liked a lot of them but i feel like they're just not practical to to maintain for me like i I wonder if i'm ever going to be anything other than a big person you know what i mean like i don't think my i don't think any fad diet is going to like i thought whole 30 was going to do it that's the last one i did i was like if this one doesn't work nothing's going to work for me and it worked for the 30 days I was on it. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I haven't had peanut butter and cheese Ooh, sandwiches yeah. in 30 days. It's right. time, to, time to pig out. I just came up with a good name for your book. What is it? Fatties. Fatties. I like yeah. it. F-A-D-D-I-E-S. Yeah. I'm going to take that if you'll let me have it. No, one. it's yours. All right, good. Yeah, I, I got that for I'll you. I'll get you a copy when it's done in cool. six years. That's about my pace. I want to write the foreword. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. You heard it here first, folks. Fatty's coming to a bookstore near you. If you see a copy of Fatty's without a foreword by me, you throw that thing in the garbage can. You'll know that me and you have broken up. Yeah. We're not speaking anymore. That'll never happen. I don't think so either. We've been through some rough stuff already. I think we've been through the worst parts of our relationship. What do you think the worst part of our relationship was? Uh, you hating me because I was the new fat guy in your friends group. Oh, man. I can't you believe got you your, remember that. You got yours out of the way right off the bat. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I went, like, there was a time when I was the the funny fat guy, and then all of a sudden this other funny fat I guy just slid right in there. And he's got tattoos and a better yeah. attitude than me. And I was like, a tattoo apprentice. I had something to offer people that wanted stuff from yeah. people. I had nothing other than my moderate looks and <laughs> bad attitude. Yeah, well, you had a childhood camaraderie with them. I did. I had some I high school you buddies. Went to in school that with a lot of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, what's what? What do you think was the roughest time on your end? Um, probably there, there were parts in Pensacola Bosque where I got in, incredibly frustrated, but I think that was more the stress of us trying to do more than we should have. Yeah, I figured that's what you'd say. Yeah. We had, yeah. Uh, there was one specific phone call that I remember where you were really frustrated about something you turned off. I don't know if this was coincidental or not, yeah. but you, you have the red, like the red tags on your, Oh yeah. Read message. receipts. Read receipts. Yeah. yeah. And they, you, I was getting read receipts for you and then you turned off read receipts. Right. So I was like, he is mad at me. Yeah, I was mad. And that's when I called you, and we kind of straightened it out pretty yeah. quickly. Cause yeah, yeah. Because no, we're on the same page. It was a communication. It error, was but. just a momentary snafu. But, yeah, we were just doing way too much. We were planning a whole event by ourselves. And all but the, who else could we, we? There was a litany of people that said they would help that were nowhere to be found. Yeah, they just disappeared. Is that a door knock? Um, or was that funny? I couldn't tell. I'm not sure. We're getting close anyway. You want to? Yeah, you know, anything else you want to chat about? For the how long have we been? Uh, we've been going talking. Only twenty three minutes. It's been a pretty quick one. We can, we can. I I know that Ricky and Chad are on their way over, but we can cut whatever. You can 
Well, this has been an excellent ending to our, our second episode. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and we'll get yeah. uh, we'll have more episodes for you coming soon. All right, bye. Bye.